And I suppose the first thing we ought to do today is congratulate the Girl Scouts of America on 100 years of selling Girl Scout cookies. Do you think they have like a, an original box anywhere preserved? Ooh, I bet somebody You mean has. like from 100 years ago? Yeah. I don't know. I would, if you were the manufacturer, wouldn't you, mean, you keep your first you, box? You know how you bust open an old bottle of wine for a big occasion or a champagne? I don't think you can do that with cookies. I don't know. There's a lot of preservatives. There were not preservatives. Stuff. Probably not in 19-whatever. Yeah. Uh, do the yeah. math. 1917. I would, I would assume there were none back in the One of those cookies days. today would last forever. Yeah. yeah. No. But uh, today on After the Show, Sam's going to try one of the new ones. They've added, for their 100th anniversary, two different versions of s'mores mm-hmm. and another lemon cookie, right? I think so. This is After the Show on our podcast. Right. Yep. And so you can uh, subscribe on iTunes and listen to us. It's Murphy, Sam, and Jody's After the Show. I made the energy bites we were talking about. The balls? Yeah. I told you there would be a bag of balls in our refrigerator this week, and I may have been wrong because they're going so fast. There are no-bake energy bites. This recipe I found from our friend Holly Clegg in one of her books, and... As soon as I saw it, I'm like, I need this. I want this in my refrigerator when I'm hungry and I just need a little a little something to satisfy and deliciousness. Oh, my gosh. It's oats, mm-hmm. okay? Chocolate chips, coconut. Steel cut oats? You can do steel cut, but I didn't. Um, I lost my train. Uh, I said chocolate chips. Chocolate and coconut. Coconut, um, honey, mm-hmm. and peanut butter. And I did not add flax seeds because those are, well, those are part of the recipe because Murphy can't have those. Right. So At the moment. I mixed them up and you sit them in the refrigerator for a little while before you roll them into balls. Oh my goodness. I handed them out to Murphy and the girls and they were like, it was like cookies. They were so, well, like they are so good. But they're energy bites, you see? Good well, they thing call to, them energy bites. I'm assuming between the honey and the chocolate chips. The oatmeal. I don't know how many calories are in those little babies because... They're calorie hefty, I'd say. Yeah, because I didn't dose. I dosed what I thought I should dose with insulin like I normally do with everything. Reach down, hit the pump. And it didn't and, help. And I didn't cover it by enough. So I, I need to look at the recipe or the label or mm-hmm. something. Well... Yeah, it, they're what really good. And I was going to bring some today, but the kids were, were not about to have it. They needed them for lunches and all that kind of gotcha. stuff. So really good recipe, Energy Bites. Go check it out at murphysamandjody.com. It is there on the way. Coming up in a little bit, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. Christy shared on our Facebook page a trick to one of your favorite Christmas presents, Jody. And Ew. I'm not talking about the Amazon Echo, okay? Oh, yay. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. First one of the morning, and it's all about the possible prequel to Game of Thrones that HBO is mm. toying with. Love to hear from you anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, you can call or text or reach out to us on our Facebook page. Be sure to give us a like today. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Game of Thrones fans, I've got something for you. And it's not just that season eight will be the last. You probably already know that. Um, HBO says that'll be the last. Because they've gone beyond the books. Well, just it's time for them to wrap it, I guess. They're too. running out of bodies. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Are. Even in eight years, I'm surprised they still have a, popu- <clears throat> a population. Okay, okay, okay. Well, they do a lot of... Never mind. Yeah, that's true, Okay, too. I'm sorry. Okay, no. They're talking to writers, HBO, talking to writers about a possible Game of Thrones prequel series, if that makes you happy. I'm thinking, wow. Shouldn't they be talking Let's to the guy bef- who wrote the books? Yes, okay. and they're working on that. Um, they know it's such a big property, they'd be foolish not, foolish not to explore that, because everybody would show up. For a Game of Thrones, Thrones prequel, you would get to see, you know, Ed Stark's oh, beginnings and all true. that kind like, of stuff. All the dead they, people would come back to life. They said they're going to take some shots at it, but they're not going to do it just to do it. It has to feel very special. It can't 
just be done just because they know the audience would be there. I like that. I like that. Do it if it's great. Don't do it if it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, another thing in entertainment news that we didn't mention yet, and I just love that she did this. Producer Emily, you will appreciate this. You guys know who Peta Murgatroyd is, right? She's, She's Maxim's, Maxim's girlfriend. lady. She, she and Maxim are going to get married from Dancing yeah. with the Stars. Hi. They met there. They had a baby recently. Baby Shy, a beautiful baby boy. She posted something in social media. Did you see this yet, Emily? No. You don't know about this? Mm-mm. You're going to love this. She posted a picture of herself, you know, a selfie of, her, of herself with a tummy. And here's the thing. real. This is what the post said. Real life. I took this photo eight days post-birth. I left the hospital looking five months pregnant. Many people think a woman should shrink back right to her pre-birth weight immediately. Not the truth for most. And she goes on to talk about the female body being incredible and resilient, but not ridiculously resilient. She looks pregnant in the picture Mm -hmm. still. She looks four or five months pregnant, which is reality and real. And I guess she kind of did that because she lives in that Hollywood world where all these women who bounce out babies and then post their Bikini picture. Pressure, whatever. pressure, pressure. It's not realistic. Maybe it is for some, maybe a small percentage, but love her for that. And she's going to get back to work as soon as possible, hitting the dance floor, maybe with Maxim. Yeah. We like that. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, Emily's got the producer's mailbag. Christy's got a trick for you, Jody, for one of your favorite Christmas gifts. And I don't think you know this yet. Cool. We love hearing from you. Be a part of the show anytime. You can do that many ways. 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text to that number or reach out online. The producer's mailbag. On our Facebook page. Emily, what's in your bag today? Yeah, on our Facebook page, Jody, you posted a picture of this cheese board that you got as a Christmas gift, right? Surely did. Um, that's it's, one of her favorite gifts, too, I think. It, it's just fun for the whole family. I was doing that anyway, like serving cheese and crackers and grapes and just we were doing that often during the holidays because it was busy and I needed to feed everybody. My cousin heard about it, heard us talking about it, and gave me a cheese board. And you were so just serving fancy. it like on a plate or a platter or something. I was serving before. it on plates. And you know what I think is cool? I didn't know this happened. There, the drawer. You said that drawer that, and you even have in the picture that opens and there's four little knives underneath, huh? Yeah, the little spreaders. Yeah. I don't even know what they're for because I'm so not fancy. They're spread cheese. Oh, they're different. They're they're all shaped differently though, Sam. So oh yeah, they're definitely. For different specific You know the one I think oh. you put in the picture, and if you need to see this picture, it's on our, our Facebook page, Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Um, I think the one that you posted that that's the rectangular-looking one is the one you're supposed to cut cheese with, yeah, you know, like hard whatever. cheese and not yeah. soft cheese that you've Sam got was it with. dying that you just said cut cheese. Well, okay. you cut the cheese, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyway, <clears throat> Christy commented on that picture, and she said... I fell in love with my husband over fancy cheese. Yeah, really? We even put this cheese tray on our registry, their nice. wedding registry. <gasps> love it. It was one of our favorite gifts. By the way, the marble can be put in the fridge or freezer to keep the cheese cold longer. Oh. You put it in, and then when you're ready to serve, you take it out and put the cheese on it. I was wondering why it was marble. That's why. How cool. Boom. See, th- <laughs> I didn't grow up with cheese trays. Okay, we had cheese. It was from a wrapper. In well, the, hey, in the or, fridge. or the kind that came out of the can you put on a trisket. Yeah. Oh yeah, we love easy cheese. Or, or an eight ounce block that said Wait, Velveeta. Well, Murphy, I didn't even know you wasted time with the cracker. I thought the cheese went straight in your mouth. Oh uh, well, I mean, not yeah. as far as the kids know. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. right. Well, it's like a two to one ratio. One, you know, cheese straight to the mouth, and cheese cracker. Then yeah, yeah. Alternate. It's Rinse just. Repeat. I just had to throw it out there because it's. it's it was fun. a great gift. It is a great. It's gift. It's not something I would have ever bought for myself. 
but I definitely am using it. And so y'all had cheese for dinner last we night on the fancy cheese Cheese tray? and crackers and grapes and leftovers. So who oh, cut the cheese work. last night? Not Murphy. Ah, uh, Sam. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Christy. Appreciate you. Reach out anytime. Murphy, Sam, and Jody.com or on our Facebook page. Coming up, Sam has music news. Got an unauthorized uh, Michael Jackson biography in the works. Mm. Can you guess what channel it's going to be on, Jody? Uh, no. <laughs> Tell you next. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast on iTunes, and then you can enjoy after the show. Something you get exclusively exclusively there. You have trouble with that word. I don't know exclusively. why. Exclusively. I think that's the sinus surgery still causing problems there. Sam's got music news. Uh, everybody's favorite channel for uh, unauthorized biopics, Lifetime, is going to, you know, next month is the <laughs> Britney uh, biopic. Oh, that's right. Britney Ever After. Well, it's just about her relationship with Kevin Federline, I think. And this one's not, not authorized? Whole. No, it's unauthorized. Okay. Uh, they're now going to do a Michael Jackson one coming up uh, later on this year. This is not the one where the family didn't like the actor, so they canceled the whole show. Oh, uh, no. That, that was, was last week. That was something else that Paris Jackson didn't like, his daughter. Right. And so they canceled that series. This is called Michael Jackson Search- Searching for Neverland. It's based on the book Remember the Time, Projecting, Protecting Michael in His Final Days from a couple of his bodyguards. Uh, it's going to be based, it, basically okay. the, the whole biopic is going to be based on his final days. Sure. Look, when you do someone's life mm-hmm. and someone who had a life that eventful... You have to break it down unless you're going to go to a five-hour movie. Right. Because you could do just Lisa Marie Presley marries Michael Jackson. Right. That's one movie. You could do just <laughs> Jackson 5 yeah. dealing, dealing with Daddy. The funny you thing know, is, whatever. one of the executive producers here used to work with Michael and the Jackson 5 back in the Motown days. So Ooh, yeah. You know, maybe there'll be some kind of stamp of approval that'll come down the road. I just don't understand don't if, if it's unauthorized, how do you get away with doing it? Just because you say it's unauthorized? Bring in the attorney. As long as it's something some... that's real. Really not nasty. I guess the the family will just say yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah until they until somebody incredible picks it up, like a Martin Scorsese, and it's at the at the at the big screen. I'm not so much about it. Well, if Martin gets it, there'll be gangsters involved with Michael. Well, you never know. Yeah. Also, uh, Taylor <laughs> Swift has a home in Beverly Hills that's about to be declared a historical landmark. A twenty-five million dollar home she bought last year it used to belong to Hollywood producer Samuel Goldwyn of Metro Goldwyn Mayor. Oh, right, MGM right, right, right. Stuff, uh, and she's trying to restore it to its nineteen thirty-four condition. Uh, she spent millions of dollars to do this. She's gotten one commission that's approved it. Beverly Hills City Council has to approve it, and then ta-da, it'll be a, a national landmark. That's, that's cool. Awesome. Of course, that also means anything she wants to do in the future has to have, have all approval. kinds of approval. Yeah, she knows that though. Yeah. See, she's in more than just the music business. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Right, we do family movie night as often as we can at the house. The girls have requested something that we're watching. We've watched half of it already. Yeah. Um, that's probably going to change Murphy's life, yeah. I think. That's coming up next. We told the girls the other night to pick a movie for family movie night, and usually that takes some time. But it does because there's so many. They start going through all like the recents and on Netflix yeah. and then Amazon. And, I mean, all the deals we say we all we all have to agree, which takes some time. I did that the uh, the, the over the weekend with yes, the kids. I let Parker pick. Yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Woo-hoo! <laughs> That's not a bad one. The one with David ha- David Hasselhoff. Yeah, we, we very almost, fun one. We almost went ET, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They weren't so sure. But what they have been wanting to watch. Phoebe has never seen it, and Murphy has never seen it. And I think because now we're, we've introduced it, the first half of it anyway, 
it's going to change his life. He's going to start listening to it all the time. Many a thing you know you'd like to tell The sound of music. Many a thing she ought to understand. How in the world I got through a lifetime without seeing Sound of Music is beyond me. Man, and all the great music from the Sound of Music. We know most of the music already. I've known it, but I've never seen it. The problem... It's a long movie, That's the only problem with it. Uh, We've decided the best way to handle that is split it in half. Yeah. The the intermission was there, right? It's like, okay, cool. This is the logical cutting point. Uh We'll watch the rest tomorrow night. Yeah, so we're going to watch the second part tonight. What's Mm -hmm. funny is that I've seen the first half on and off throughout my life, but I've probably seen the second half maybe once. So it'll be like watching a new movie for me again tonight, mm-hmm. which will be very, very cool. But Phoebe doesn't really understand, though, my favorite things and how that ties to Christmas. Drops on roses it doesn't. And whiskers on kittens. How did that become a Christmas like song? Kettles and I don't know. I have no clue because they're all like gifts, maybe? or Maybe, but she's explaining to them about when you're scared or sad, yeah. this yeah. is where you go in your mind. She's teaching them. You know, a mind trick for their lives. Yeah. So I don't know he, either. And then Taylor knows more. She says, Daddy, you know, you're going to see the irony of, uh, of at the end of the movie of this. The relationship here. I'm like, yeah. okay. So everybody knows more about this movie than I do. It's okay. Did you see at the end of the year last year all the memes that were going out with that one? You were 16 going on 17. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. One of my favorite parts of watching this, though, was Murphy afterward. What you had to say about watching it yeah i just you were just surprised no it's that i enjoy movies like this because of the simplicity yeah honestly of all the stuff after years of reality tv and the you know and there's awesome script writing but there's something really that's a true escape about these because they're so simple yeah almost cheese ball you know yeah after you watch game of thrones you're like you're heavy and dark but after you watch sound of music ah Our girls love musicals. Went to bed smiling and I'm only at the intermission. You know? <laughs> I can't wait for the other half tonight, yeah. Jody. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Find out why Gaga's making everybody nervous planning for the Super Bowl halftime show. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Let's kick it off with Gaga making her plans for the Super Bowl halftime show. So this is kind of music y. Have you read the reports this morning, Sam? That it's going to be something that ins- they, they're writing a special insurance policy for it because it's oh going to be Lord. stunty. The word is coming out of out of the Houston Stadium is that she want they're writing multiple plans now for how to get her safely on the roof or from the roof. She wants to <laughs> sing from the, the raft. She wants to sing from the rafters oh. or come in that way. Hey. So it's kind of like, are wow. they going to like? Let her do cables, repel repel from a helicopter. Parachute. They're going to get her up there from a helicopter. Like Maybe she'll be helicopter flighted in. These are just some of the things they're talking about. Sing from the rafters and then bring her down somehow to the stage to do the rest of her show. She wants it to be stunty. She's been known for this kind of thing. Well, that's big, I guess. It is big, but it's got to be safely done. The insurance policies well, are and, crazy. It also too has to have there has to be a reason. You know, I don't just need that. Sing from the rafters just so you can say, "Hey, I sang from the rafters." I know. I don't need that. Like, why? At some point, every performance doesn't have to up the next one. Well, you know, the, or the last one. Rather. Most of the Super Bowl performances, somebody comes out of the stage. You know. Up from I the lo- bottom, so she's that. coming from them up top and coming down. I guess I love it when somebody pops up. I feel like uh, Destiny's Child popped up along with Beyonce a couple of Super Bowls back, and that was really really fun. And remember, Katy Perry rode in on like a golden, oh, yeah, the Trojan horse something. thing or whatever it was. Yeah, hers was kind of fab. 
Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I remember you liked the left shark. Anyway, so Lady Gaga <laughs> making big, big plans and making, I guess, the insurance companies a little nervous. And I guess those planning for the stadium a little nervous. Also, have some really cool news out of Hollywood. Octavia Spencer, who stars in this Oscar nominated, well, Oscar buzz movie, Hidden Figures, along with Taraji P. Henson. We go from being our father's daughters to our husband's wives to our baby's mothers. You've been gone for 300 hours. What's mama gone for 12 and a half days? About these women, based on a true story, who ended up working for NASA and making a space program. Exactly. Um, It looks beautiful. I can't wait to see it. Octavia Spencer rented out. A Los Angeles movie theater and let children and families who otherwise would not be able to get their families Mm -hmm. in need come see this movie. And she did it all weekend long. Nice. Love that. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, will they be making a Game of Thrones prequel? What HBO has to say. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And on the way, just after seven, got a fun music box set for you coming out. This is going to be great for the kids and for mom and dad and even grandpa. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. You can enjoy after the show, uh, which is where we keep going when we're done here. Sam today is going to try the new Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. Like a lab rat, First huh? in line to do the uh, new Give it to Sammy. He'll eat anything. Man, they're Girl Scout cookies. Of course I'm going to eat it. <laughs> That's um, after the show. I got some fun. You know, when I first mentioned this, and Jody, you probably don't remember it. I mentioned it to you, and you said, oh, my girls would love that. And then I, I mentioned it to producer David, and he just went nutso over this. <laughs> what? Later on this year, there is a big box collection coming out called Squeeze Box, the complete works of Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, really? Yeah. 14 studio albums. Come on, people. Yeah. And then yeah, our girls. Especially Phoebe Every kid loves Weird Al. Oh gosh, that was my childhood growing up. It makes up my that. ears bleed a little bit. Loved it. You know, the oh. thing is, you knew that when a new song or a music video was coming out, Weird Al was going to be right behind oh, it with his yeah. parody on it. Do you yeah. have a favorite? Is there a favorite Weird Al for you? I mean, I do like Eat It because Ugh. that was kind of, I think, when he really started to take off making yeah, fun of Michael Jackson. Yeah, thanks to Michael Jackson. Jackson. He used did I'm Fat instead of I'm Bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he that did that one, one too. Uh, he did, well, a couple years ago, he did Pharrell Williams' Happy. Tacky. think that this would have worn off by now like his no. ability to make money doing this would have been a fad I, i've got a handful <laughs> of friends that when he comes in the area they all start texting weird al's coming yeah. we're all going and it's like <laughs> i've never been to a concert i'd like to go but it's called and it's going to be in a uh, since he plays the accordion yeah the, the four uh, the 14 albums will be in a box set that's shaped like an accordion oh wow and there's, oh, there's cool. one album of rarities and then 14 uh, studio albums that's quite a body of work what? It's awesome. I know. Come on, David. Back me up here. Hey, I don't want just for the un- unheard tracks that are going to be coming out on yeah. that bonus Seriously. track. Seriously. It's Christmas for you, David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. On the way, more of your favorite shows to binge together, whether as a couple or as a family. We even have a recommendation for something to binge as the whole family. We want you to add to this, too. 877-310-4MSJ. Ben, we'll go to you next. 
Great binge, well, great shows to binge on together as a couple or as a family. Bring them, 877-310-4MSJ. We like to know what you're doing together. Can I get mine in too, quick? Sure, Sam. Are you doing this with someone or by yourself? This is by myself. Okay. And I've already watched season one of this. Season two just started, so I'm only a couple episodes in. Uh, And it's the Shadowhunter series. It's on Freeform, but I'm watching it on Hulu. We both want the same thing. To save this world. If you kill him, you kill a part of me. You don't have to protect me anymore. You think you understand this world. Yeah. Wait, is this like a young adult thing? Okay, let me clarify this. It sounds this. like teenager stuff. I read all five books. It's the what? Mor- the Mortal Instruments books. And yes, they're, oh. they're you young adult fiction, teen girl fiction, whatever you call I it. I have a dear friend. His name is Jesse. He told me he loved those books. Yeah. So I tried and I couldn't. The books were good. Couldn't. The show's a little cheesy, but I'm watching it just because I read the books and I want to just see how so it wait, plays wait, who out. So what are Shadow the, Hunters? Shadow Hunters are, are they people vampire killers? that have angel blood and they keep the... The demons in line. Demon, really? Yeah. Like really? Keep, yeah. They got so, vampires and werewolves and humans and glamouring. put that on your day. They have glamouring in there, too. Okay, I like glamouring. Since the uh, concept of this is shows that you can binge watch together, I'm assuming it's better that you're not sharing this with anybody? Pretty much. <laughs> Except all of us. Mm-hmm. I don't know about your game with this. Or maybe you could find a lady to date who loves Shadowhunters, Sam. Sure. Sam could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, do you like right. young adult fiction? Good for you to admit it. Ben, you've got one? I do. I think that uh, Turn on AMC is a great show. I think there's only like, two seasons on Netflix, but it's, uh, in my opinion, it's probably the most underrated AMC show, but it's, it's my favorite. Cool. Turn. Wait, now tell me about it. I feel like I've seen its war, its uh, revolutionary war. Is that right? Yeah, it's like, I guess, I guess historic fiction, I guess is what it would be called. It's, right. uh, it's about the like Washington spies, I guess, in the Revolutionary War. So yeah. they have, it's a specific plot, but they... They tie in all sorts of actual historic events, and it's just it's just done really well. Thanks, Ben. And it's called Turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe too serious for Sam. They were waiting <laughs> for us. They knew where we would be. Are you saying there's a breach? I'm saying they have spies everywhere, hmm. and that we need the same. I think I'm going to stick with my vampires and werewolves. Yeah, you need a real escape, yeah. huh, Sam? Man, Shadow Hunters. Okay, let us know what you're binging, whether together or by yourself. What you're really loving. We kind of like the ones that are best shared. Yeah. Um, Producer David's got one coming up that's good for the whole family that he started doing. Something new. So 877-310-4MSJ. Great shows to binge watch with someone. I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be with someone, but... It's better. Sometimes. It's, sometimes it's a really good shared experience. Right. We have a really good list for you at murphysamandjody.com. If you're looking for ideas, of course, we want to hear from you on yours. 877-310-4MSJ. Producer David found one that's good for the whole family, right? Yes. Uh, whenever I was younger in junior high, elementary school age, oh. I, uh, I was reading this book called A Series of Unfortunate Events. Yes. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. Yeah. I know nothing of it. I never finished the series because it got to a point where, you know, they, I you was didn't want to read anymore. Well, I got older, and it's like it's more of a children's book. And so oh. by the time I made it to like ten, by the time the last like two or three came out, I was just you know over okay. it, kind of forgot the there's re- a, all of it. There's all the a details. series now. Oh, it's the the book. I mean, there's a series book, but now there's a sh- series on Netflix. Okay, cool. And it's the whole thing, and it's great because they actually made a movie of this years ago. Was it Jim Carrey? Jim yeah. Carrey, yeah. yeah. And they like tried to squeeze in the first three movies, oh. and so it kind of just it was weird because it left so much out. But now. Netflix has done it right. They got the whole thing um, 
each episode, each book comprised of two episodes. Nice. So right now there's only eight episodes, so it's the first four books, and so they leave everything in there. Like, okay. nothing's oh, left really? out. I am Count Olaf, your new guardian. Do you know what this is? It looks like a list. Wrong! It's a list. A list of chores. <laughs> So what are the unfortunate events? Like, what what is this about? Well, the whole show starts off with the three Baudelaire kids. That's what that's all about. Violet, um, Klaus, I think, and Sonny. Um, They find out that their parents have died in a tragic fire. Sounds like a Disney movie. Comedy. Yeah, first first unfortunate events. And the whole thing gets more and more unfortunate. It's about the guy, Count Olaf, who's trying to steal their fortune. But is it fun? Oh, it's very fun. It's very entertaining. It's not It's not scary. Like It seems like it's going to be dark, but it's like a funny little comedy to it. It's definitely family friendly for everyone. Count Olaf is Neil Patrick Harris, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, I don't know which one I like better, Jim Carrey or him. Now, like they're both very good. You're at gonna the like role. the show better because a show can really <laughs> yeah. give you all the specifics. A show has a better chance at being true to a book than a movie really ever does because you have to wrap up things too quickly in mm-hmm. a movie. You yeah. know what? I would. Lo- I love that you brought this to the table because we've been talking about this HBO stuff and not for kids stuff. Um, yeah, let us know your series that are good to binge. With the whole family, because that's good family time. Shared, you know, experiences. Mm-hmm. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody, I think I violated one of my number one family rules for dinner. You yeah. Know, we do it around the table. No interruptions. What, is everybody eating dinner wherever they want to, uh, Sam? I'll now? tell you about it next. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, and that way you get the exclusive things like after the show mm-hmm. we keep on going when the show is done and that's the way you can get it it's and you tough, can listen on a, your own schedule it's a tough one today too forced to eat girl scout cookies oh that's right yeah girl scouts are celebrating the 100th anniversary and sam is going to try the new s'mores yeah s'mores. two new s'mores what it is right. we only have food. one though yeah. one s'mores we got one Box. of them i kind of violated one of my long-standing house rules um uh, over the Ooh. past few days okay sam that let me think your house rules would be no clutter no. Well, yeah, um, that's one of them. Are these like posted house rules for no, the kids, or is this a personal rule? or a? It's uh, kids' family rules. Um, you know, we always eat at the table during dinner time. Right, but, right. And I went and bought a couple of TV trays. <laughs> yes, I know. Why? You're binging something? Or? No, no, no. It's just a... Were, were you missing the 1970s? <laughs> <laughs> I got some Swanson dinners. <laughs> No, um, it's Jack and I. Usually, you know, I wind up eating with all the, of all the kids. It's me and Jack a lot. Nice. So it's like he always asks me, "Hey, can we watch a movie or can we watch this show?" And or eat while you watch. Yeah, and you know, I am so tired of just saying no, 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 no all the nice. time. Good. So it's like sure. So I go buy a couple TV trays, and so now occasionally we've been, you know, we'll sit on the sofa or bring a couple chairs in there and watch whatever show we're watching. Nice. And it doesn't feel that bad. Right. Because I always, you know, mine was always, we eat as a family at At the the table, table. period, no interruptions. Right. I like the table family time because it's good talk time. But if it's just once, if it's an every once in a while thing with just you and Jack is so cool because kids need that one-on-one time with their parent no matter Mm -hmm. what the vehicle for it is. Mm -hmm. So if you and Jack is TV trays. And I haven't eaten on a TV tray since I was a child. Me either. we used to have the set of four. We did too. Funky metal tray. It had a tray thing that it stayed in, a dock. I got these two, these two like heavy duty wooden ones. Oh, okay. So these are, these are upscale TV trays. Fancy TV trays. These are fancy ones. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, but it doesn't feel you know, that bad. Something that you said really struck me. What you just said—you don't. You're tired of just saying no constantly, all the time. Isn't that the place where you kind of dance as a parent? Because it's like I'm okay with my kids being mad at me if I'm saying and doing what's right for them. You know, if I'm saying no a yeah. lot, if it's right for them, I'm okay with that. But I also don't think if if you're always saying no and if it's always you're you're the person who shuts down everything, uh-huh. that's who you become, and they will not. The door's not always open yeah. if you're always saying that's, no. That's me a lot of the times. And it's like, I want to, it's like, why don't you ask me a yes question? You know, yeah. can we go outside and play? <laughs> yes! Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. It's finally happened. Murphy is finally tired of all the technology. <laughs> well, not all of it. There is one thing, though, stressing me out a little bit. Next. Jody's been uh, compiling a list of binge-worthy shows that you can watch, you know, as a, as a couple. A shared experience. Doesn't yeah, mean that they great. all have to be that way, but some are, you know, more fun as a shared experience. But um, this reminds me of something that is, I, is beginning to overwhelm me a little bit. And it's the number of apps and shows and choices that there are available. And remember, remember I came across an article a few months ago talking about how that's our big high source of stress for people in their daily lives what, now. Choosing all what, in, too many choices? In 2017, not just TV, just everything. You have too many choices now in everything. Mm-hmm. When you go to the grocery store, when you're going online for entertainment, when you're getting email, whatever, you know, there, there are almost too many choices. Right. Now. It's too much everything. Right. And so, I, I mean, at what point do I say, okay, enough, I've got enough apps now because the smart TV has all the different services. Right. I got the Roku stick a couple of weeks ago and there are too many choices. Oh, yeah. And even with all of those choices, we still wind up watching the same things. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I do the same thing. I've got. I've got all the choices on my TV, but I always wind up going back to Netflix and just yeah. searching around on Netflix to oh. find something I want. And isn't it weird whenever you you want to watch something and you end up searching forever? And it's like, is there nothing that's going to capture my imagination yeah. here? Yeah, that's just that makes me feel really weird. Yeah. It's kind of like I have all these choices and I'm this hard to please. What's wrong with me? That happens with Netflix mm-hmm. sometimes. I, mean, I remember when that was the joke when it was just cable that you had, and you know you had a couple hundred channels, and even with a couple hundred channels, you still couldn't pick the one thing you wanted. Yep. Now you have thousands of choices. You know, it's funny too because that's a different um, mindset for our kids. Kids who are growing up now, they don't know about having to wait for almost anything. The other night when we decided we wanted to do family movie night, and we wanted to we settled on the sound of music. Yeah, you just went and got it. You just went digitally and got it. Right. Yes. For us to watch it. You're right. You know, we would have had to. You have to wait for Easter. Didn't that when it came on every year on I NBC? I think so. Sunday Easter nights, I want to say. Or hop in the know. car and go to Blockbuster. Uh. <laughs> that wasn't so very long ago. But you know what I mean. They don't. If they want something, they just go get it. Yeah. There's no sacred time for something. Well, to me, that was part of what a shared experience was about, too. When you had one big event that almost everybody, mm-hmm. your friends, neighbors, everybody was involved in, yeah. it was something you talked about the next day. But now everybody doing their own thing, it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? In your own circles, if you're watching something together. Yeah. Like, I'll talk to producer David about Game of Thrones when I'm watching it or something like that. So you have a little bit of that that's not on the grand scale. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. If The weekend and Selena Gomez are a real thing, find out why the family is worried. Selena's family, that is. And Game of Thrones, <laughs> a prequel, HBO and talks. Ooh. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Quick Sam, who's Selena Gomez dating? <laughs> uh, the weekend. Starboy, I mean. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. 
I guess, shock the world a little bit. Nobody's commenting much. Justin Bieber won't say a word. Selena and The Weeknd, they don't say a word, which is fine. Well, The Weeknd's former girlfriend saying a few words. Oh, yeah. Bella Hadid. Yeah, she's not too happy. Not too happy. Oh, well, uh, such is love. I'll tell you who's worried about it and who doesn't really, well, who's reported to be worried about it. Selena's parents and her sisters Why? are very concerned. Because it's so soon after now, rehab, uh, You know a little bit about The Weeknd, do you? No, I don't. He's pretty hardcore. He's pretty hard. He's a oh, bad really? boy. He's a partier. Oh, I didn't I know I mean, that. I can't, we don't, we don't listen to him in the house. Like, he's explicit. Okay. Well, no, I know explicit. some of the songs are explicit. Uh-huh. I didn't know he was a party Well, the boy. word is he definitely is a hardcore partier bad boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just the image that the record company has portrayed him at, but also they know that there's nothing that they really can do. You can tell somebody don't date him. You can say, look, watch you out. You can say, honey, don't date Justin Bieber, but she's going to do it. And she did it. Yeah. And so she wants to date. And because she's also what she's been through recently, she's right. fresh out of rehab, not necessarily for anything chemical, but just she had to stop her life. Had gotten to be too much, and she's jumping into a relationship with somebody who well, also, too, it's hardcore, you know, going apparently. back to his former girlfriend, Bella, he basically broke up with her and then instantly started dating Selena. And there was like no time. That's no OK, downtime. though, when you're young, isn't it? I think that's OK, too. I guess. But I mean, you'd want to. <laughs> that's your worry, Sam. You'd want to heal yourself. Let's and worry blah, about blah, Selena's blah. well-being yeah, yeah, and who she's. Look, I would be worried if she were my daughter. Just saying, just saying. All right. Moving on. Game of Thrones. I love it when I have Game of Thrones news. And we do. HBO, yes, they're talking about and toying with the idea of once they're wrapped with season eight, yeah. which is supposed to be their final season. Right. Um, in a couple seasons from now. Spin offs? Not a spin off exactly, more of a prequel story. Oh. And I'm like, hmm, I'd be interested. But they say they're they're not gonna do it just to do it because the audience would be there and interest would be high. They're gonna do it. If the scripts and the stories look really good. Wouldn't that bring back a bunch of dead people? Ned Stark, for one, it would bring back a ton of dead people and give you their origin stories. Were you supposed to just give away Ned Stark or not? (laughs) It's way early. Okay. Maybe I didn't just ruin the whole first season for anybody. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, Lady Gaga's got them worried uh, getting ready for her Super Bowl halftime performance. Tell you why. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And it's a happy 100 for the Girl Scouts selling cookies right now. And you have to get past Jody's number one cookie rule first. That's coming up just after 8. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody iTunes, uh, our podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you want. And that way you can listen on your schedule or you can also catch after the show. We keep going even when the show is done here. So Don't know when to stop. Yeah, I guess not. And today Sam is going to be trying... One of the new Girl Scout cookies, they've added s'mores to the lineup. Yeah, they've added two kind of s'mores. We have one of them, so I will uh, boldly go and sacrifice myself to try this cookie. Poor thing. Yes. Okay. Sam, you remember what Jody's self-imposed rule is on Girl Scout cookies, or really not just Girl right. Scout cookies, but anything that you know kids are selling as fundraisers for their organizations that they're part of. Rules. Oh, my okay. rule. I thought, I thought you meant like you can only have four cookies at a time. No. No. The rule is you gotta if if you're selling Girl Scout cookies, you got to do the selling. You can't let right. mom do it. If and, and you it, are, if your child is selling something, your child needs to sell it to me. I'm an easy sell. I'm not going to be rough. A rough customer. I'm going to be open and I'm going to buy, but I need your child to be the one to ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of the experience. And it's it not is. just, it's anything that you would sell for a school organization. Social, or social media, media has taken that, mm-hmm. 
that learning experience away from children because too many people are posting, my daughter's selling Girl Scout cookies, come get them. It's like your daughter's in her room. She doesn't know you're posting this. She's not a part of it. I just don't, I just, I believe in this and in, in the ask. One of the hardest things I ever did when I was a little girl was sell something. We sold wrapping paper. I don't remember what for, some school fundraiser, but I went around the neighborhood and brought samples and mm-hmm. sold wrapping paper. And I was nervous about it, but I, after I did it, I felt like, wow, I can talk to other adults. Yeah. You yeah know? That's good. And that's, that's what the boost is that's about, what right? what it's supposed to be it kind about. kind of just like preparing you for those kind of things for the future. Yeah. And this does include any adult dressed in a Girl Scouts outfit, right? If Sam showed up, for example, you know, that's... Um, I would call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there goes this afternoon's fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, on the way, more of your binge suggestions for great shows to watch together. 877-310-4MSJ. Not just what you're watching, but what you've enjoyed with someone else. You watch it and you talk about it. And you watch it and you talk about it. Love that. Coming up next, uh, we did family movie night, Sam, at the Mm -hmm. house last night. It's a long one, so it's a two-parter. And I'm surprised because this movie's 50 years old. And you we, haven't we, seen it before? I've never seen it before, and it actually worked, life. it worked for everybody in the family. We told the girls the other night to pick a movie for family movie night, and usually that takes some time. But it does, because there's so many, they start going through all like the recents and on Netflix yeah. and then Amazon. And, I mean, all the deal is we say we all, we all have to agree, which takes some time. I did that the, uh, the, the over the weekend with yes, the kids. I, I let Parker pick. Yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Woo-hoo! <laughs> That's not a bad one. The one with David ha- David Hasselhoff. Yeah, very almost, fun one. We almost went ET, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They weren't so sure. But what they have been wanting to watch, Phoebe has never seen it, and Murphy has never seen it. And I think because now we're we've introduced it, the first half of it anyway, it's going to change his life. He's going to start listening to it all the time. Many a thing you know you'd like to tell. The sound of music. Many a huh. thing she ought to understand. How in the world I got through a lifetime without seeing sound of music? Is beyond Man, me. and all the great music from The Sound of Music. We know most of the yeah, music already. I've, yeah. I've known it, but I've never seen it. The problem... It's a long movie, That's though. the way only long. problem with it. Uh, we've decided the best way to handle that is split it in half. Yeah. <laughs> the, the intermission was there, right? It's like, okay, cool. This is the logical cutting point. Bedtime. We'll watch the rest tomorrow night. Yeah, so we're going to watch um, the second part tonight. What's mm-hmm. funny is that I've seen the first half on and off throughout my life, but I've probably seen the second half maybe once. So it'll be like watching a new movie for me again tonight, mm-hmm. which will be very, very cool. But Phoebe doesn't really understand, though, my favorite things and how that ties to Christmas. Drops on roses it doesn't. And whiskers on kittens. How did that become a Christmas song? Kettles and I don't know. I have no clue because they're all like gifts, maybe, or maybe. But she's explaining to them about when you're scared or sad, yeah. this yeah. is where you go in your mind. She's teaching them. You know, a mind trick for their lives. Yeah. I don't know he, either. And then Taylor knows more. She says, Daddy, you know, you're going to see the irony of, uh, of at the end of the movie of this. The relationship here. I'm like, yeah. okay. So everybody knows more about this movie than I do. It's okay. Did you see at the end of the year last year all the memes that were going out with that one? You were 16 going and 17. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. One of my favorite parts of watching this, though, was Murphy afterward. What you had to say. About watching it. Yeah, I just... You were just surprised? No, it's that... I enjoy movies like this because of the simplicity. Yeah. Honestly, of all the stuff... After years of reality TV and the... You know, and there's awesome script writing, but there's something really that's a true escape about these because they're so simple. Yeah. Almost cheeseball, you know? Yeah. After you watch Game of Thrones, you're like, you're heavy and dark, but after you watch Sound of Music, ah... Our girls love musicals. Went to bed smiling and I'm only at the intermission. You know? <laughs> I can't wait for the other half tonight, yeah. Jody.
coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Best shows to binge with someone. You binge, mm-hmm. then you talk about it. 877-310-4MSJ. Kim, you're next. Call us or text us at 877-310-4MSJ. Always love to hear from you. Kim, how are you? Very excited. Sweet. Yay. <laughs> Uh, you asked about uh, shows that you binge watch with, yeah. with people, with your friends or yeah. your family. Yeah. Yes. I, I, my daughter and I like to watch Shameless. Shameless. Okay. You'll have to refresh me. She's an adult. Good. Okay. She's an adult. She's allowed to watch it. Okay. <laughs> what is Shameless? Why am I? I'm not, it's not ringing a bell. Shameless. It's on HBO. Okay. Oh, okay. It's uh, about a family in, uh, in Chicago. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And it sounds horrible. The father's an alcoholic. The mother's a drug addict. The mm-hmm. oldest daughter drops out of high school to take care of the five younger siblings. But oh my it's gosh. actually a comedy. Does that uh, make sense? Wow. William H. Macy is the father. Oh, yeah. He's hilarious. Well, you know, a comedy about that kind of stuff that everybody can relate to a little bit. That kind of stuff is in every family, oh. even if it's just a little bit. So yeah. maybe, you know, I get it. Everybody needs a laugh about something horrible, you know, if you can do it. Yeah. Oh, they do some, it's, it's aptly named, I assure you. They do some pretty shameless, shameless cool. things. The past 10 years, I've taken care of every Gallagher in this family except one. I'm done. Huh. Mm. William H. Macy does messed up really well. He's you know, a great he just actor. looks like he's Everything messed he does. up. Yeah. Thank you, Kim. The only concern I have, Jody, is this is another one we couldn't really pick up because, again, we'll have to close the door. Yeah. You know? We don't want to be those parents. Right, we already are sort of watching stuff that they can't watch. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we want to have the door open. My mom and dad watch a lot of things with the doors closed. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we're <laughs> honest with them about it. They're like, what are you watching? Well, Game of Thrones. So they, oh, Game of Thrones. When we shut the door, like, yeah. oh, Game of Thrones time. Can people yeah. say that? Well, I'm kind of glad we're doing some simple things like Sound of Music now. Yeah. Let's balance this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you, Kim, for that. I've heard a lot of good things about that show. And truly, if it's really in season seven, <clears throat> that's a show. Well, obviously, yeah. Sh- that's another Longevity. thing. Um, a quality show today will last yeah. past a second or third season. If it's not being, you know, enjoyed by audiences and critics, it's not going to last past right. a season or two. Right. It's a good little equalizer there. Thank you, Kim. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join the show. And there's a really great list that you are helping us build for great binge shows. Yeah, check it out at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Lady Gaga in rehearsals for her upcoming halftime, mm-hmm. Super Bowl halftime for f- performance. She's got the insurance company and everybody at the stadium a little nervous. Tell you why. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Lady Gaga's busy in rehearsals for her Super Bowl halftime show coming up on, well, Super February, Bowl Sunday. February 5th. Yeah. Okay, so she's got everybody at the stadium a little worried, especially the insurance company. Because what she wants to do is somehow sing from the roof or sing from the rafters or come in to the Super Bowl performance from the roof. Okay. So they're talking about all possibilities of her starting up high and then coming down to the stage. Right. Or being helicopter flight flight and into like a retractable stage rafter singing and then coming down somehow. So some kind of danger here. These are rumors that she wants to stunt it up and wants to do a stunt along with her performance. You know she wants to do something big and memorable. Mm -hmm. To me, you don't have these these performers don't have to outdo each other every year. Just come bring your best. I'm not loving the idea of stunting, but you know what? I want to see it now. Might be fabulous. It's Gaga, and they're writing up special plans and, of course, insurance policies as they plan. 
Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And Jody got everybody's attention last night during movie night, Sam. Passed oh, out how was that? Oh, ha, ha. Oh. Passed out some little, well, this sounds horrible, but energy bites. These little <laughs> no-bake energy bites that are, it's a Holly Clegg recipe. I, I've seen it forever, and I've wanted to make it forever. Put it together, and man, they're good. What a good little snack. You just can't overeat them. That's why you eat them in bite size, okay? Are they it's, really energy, though? I mean, I, they, they, they... That make, kind of food, yes. Okay. It's I the, guess they call it that because it's got honey and it's got... Sugar, oatmeal, you know, and, and okay, so some healthy stuff. It's yeah. like oats. You start with oats, and then you add coconut. It said it calls for toasted coconut. I didn't toast it. Threw it in there, yeah, just normal. Yeah. It was fine. Um, chocolate chips. I did semi-sweet chocolate chips. Ah, <sighs> you do honey. You're supposed to do flaxseed. We don't do that because Murphy doesn't do flaxseed. And then peanut butter. Mm. You mix it all together. You let it get happy in the refrigerator. Then you roll it into balls. And it's. I didn't know it was going to taste like cookies. <laughs> So that's where you could get in trouble, mm-hmm. but they're really good. And I popped one in my mouth before leaving the house, you know, in the dark this morning. Oh, did you? Boom! I forgot that there were any left. I'm so when energetic. We were last night, these have to be balls, or can you like put them in a cookie pan and then cut them with a pizza cutter? You could, you know, Sam. You can Squares, plate them however you like. Yeah. yeah, energy bites. Go get the recipe. It's Holly Clegg's MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. What Murphy can't seem to remember to do, even mm-hmm. though he tells himself to do it, same day, and it happens twice a week for eternity. That's next. I gotta tell you a story, Sam, that is okay. sort of the essence of Murphy. You know how he the is. The essence of Murphy. He is sort of an oxymoron in many ways. Is that right? Can you call a person a that? A walking contradiction. Right. There walking, you go. I, I prefer to call it a walking paradox. Oh, so right. It sounds sexier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so yesterday was Martin Luther King Day, a, hol- yeah. a federal holiday, but we normally, um, whatever, have garbage pickup that day. Right. And so we weren't sure whether there was going to be garbage pickup or not because of the holiday. Yeah. And so he spent, Murphy, you spent a considerable amount of time trying to figure out whether we should put the garbage out or not. Well, I mean, it took me a few minutes of Googling, but I found the website and then found out, yeah, there was, you know, a, the regular pickup. But you yesterday. looked at a bunch of different places and we didn't, it's like he, li- I, I think you spent a considerable amount of time. And then guess what he didn't do? Put the garbage out. He didn't put the garbage out. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Like, you spent that much time and then to forget it, it's just so you, you know, it's just I thought it was crazy. You know, funny. I, the funny thing about that is, it's like I I thought. The I mean, same we thing. all do it. I but, thought the same thing too, but it's like I'll just roll it out there, and if they pick it up, they pick it up, and if not, it'll be Tuesday. Um, That's probably a better plan. Yeah, probably takes less time to do it that we way. We had a Christmas garbage situation. Uh, My family yeah, did was, not know about this. There was no pickup on Christmas or New Year's, mm-hmm. and and so it really really piled up. And one of the one of those days was like a week before. N- we right, forgot was no trash. So yeah, we started Christmas with excess trash, yeah. and we ended with. So much That trash. was bad timing on my part. Yeah, wow, you're was, those people. Oh, I think the neighbors thought we were moving out is what it looked like by the time <laughs> yeah. we put it out on the curb. 